0: Hello, Villa Huvians. Welcome to the podcast, formerly known as "Who Do Who Think Who Are." That is right. We are changing up the name because Jordy is tired of hearing people say it wrong, and it is people it people is, get it wrong. Understandably, a bit long. So, Fraser, we're going to change the name of the podcast. We have changed it.
1: To be fair, I think i've I've got it wrong quite a few times mm-hmm. already. Just purely because your mind, your you're racing yes. through it. You've got to go. Who do who think who are? And it all sounds the yeah. same. Um, do you want to go back? Shall we go back and re edit every, every single episode? Every single episode, episode. Include
0: the new intro. Yeah. Uh, I think you can on Anchor, to be honest. I think it might allow you Probably to. Probably could, that. but that'll, ta- that'll take, take too long. Far too long. Uh, but no, this podcast, we are now, we, we, we thought long and hard about what this episode could be called. Um, and we decided it's staring us right in the face, right mm-hmm. under our noses. We say at the end of every episode, anyway. So yep. we are going to call this podcast "Hooked", hooked with a W, because. See, we did it at the same time there. We, we said, said it at the same time. I hope so. Well, I'll make it. I'll make us say at the same time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, because uh, uh, we are hooked on Doctor Who, and and it sums up in one word, and it's.
1: Yeah. But it's it's spelled yeah spelled with a W. So it's who. <laughs> yeah.
0: Hooked. <laughs> yeah. Hooked. Yeah. Hookhead Hooked a, a Doctor, Doctor Who podcast. podcast. The official Doctor Who podcast might get into legal trouble. Doc, that Doctor Doctor hooked. hooked. No. <laughs> um. Yeah. But yes, we are back. We've we've had a bit of a break. Um. Oh, it's been a
1: couple of weeks. It's. I was I was sitting down doing my notes for this episode that we're about to talk about, and uh, I watched this about two and a half, three weeks <laughs> ago. Um, so I'm very excited for your recap okay. of it, to help
0: me remember this episode. Yes, I thought, I thought, <laughs> I was like, is he going to re-watch the episodes? Um, no. Is it worth it? Probably <laughs> not. Uh, but yes, we are, there's no poem, because we're just going to jump straight into it. Second part of uh, the Suntaran Stratagem story, it's The Poison Sky, Season 4, Episode 5. the boys of the sky season 4 episode 5 aired on the 3rd of may 2018 no just 20, 20 08, 2008. 2008 and getting too used to saying 20 something 20 yeah. 2008. um and it was directed by douglas mckinnon and written by helen rayner the team that did last episode and we return yes. to action wilfred is stuck in his car his gas pours out from his car that's a great sentence, Jordy. As well as other cars on the planet fitted with Atmos, the. Do you remember what it's called? Atmos. Um, the atmospheric transmission
1: the system system. Mm. Well, actually, it actually L- it's L- 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 like your thing, your thing system system, and it doesn't make sense. So, little uh,
0: f- nerd. Age. Um, Donna's <laughs> mum Sylvia breaks open a window with an axe she keeps in case of intruders. What have you got an axe for? Yeah, just uh, what have you got an
1: axe for? I know.
0: Uh, you're not mine with me, Spice Man. A little bit of Paul O'Grady there. But really? Oh, no. You all right, darling? Oh. oh. Down to battersea. I remember
1: watching what Paul O'Grady's show was before Simpsons on Channel 4. That was. That Did was you light. ever watch
0: um, For the Love of Dogs? No. The I show didn't where know. you'd go to Battersea. And it was always very sad and happy. At the Atmos Factory, where they create the Dolby Atmos sound system, uh, Clone Martha. Having taken the place of real Martha, hacks the Santarans into the unit mainframe with a little microchip she puts into We've her got phone. The
1: little micro... Yep, because that oh, works. Makes sense. Yeah, I'm yeah. in. I, it's funny seeing like phone technology back mm-hmm. here. Um, unrelated. I uh, watched a little bit of the TV show Stupid yesterday. Okay. Um, that was on CBC, and there's a bit in it with a kid that just destroys things. Uh, walks up to someone and they're on their phone mm-hmm. and the woman's like, oh, there's no, I've got no signal, it's really bad. And he comes up to the, and he's like, don't worry my love, I'll fix it. And it's an old phone, like in, the sh- in this episode. So like, that's a 500 pound phone and it's like, like a Nokia well, brick. Yeah. yeah. And then he just, he's like, he gets his toolbox open, he's like, now where the hell is it? It must be in here somewhere and there's only one thing in the toolbox. It's a hammer. It's a hammer. He just starts, <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> incredible classic but comedy. the technology classic comedy and stupid but um I don't know where I was going with this the phone it, the phone was very yeah it's all mm-hmm,
0: very 2008 uh yeah. the doctor and Do- the doctor donna and ross arrive at the factory <sighs> the doctor gives donna a key to the tardis who enters to escape the poisonous gas the gasmosphere, the she, atmosphere
1: she get, get yeah she gets her key here she gets
0: she gets gay to hmm. the tortoise. While the doctor goes and grabs Martha. <sighs> Bit touchy-feely. Goes and grabs her. <sighs> Out <So> of nowhere. <sighs> I mean, it's not its not Martha, so...
1: It isn't Martha, it's clone Martha. Do... But she has she has all the same memories as human Martha. human rights? Yeah. There's a lot of cloning in this season. Yeah there's quite a bit Mm -hmm. of cloning
0: i think it sets up a lot of i mean not as much as like future seasons will set up cloning as an important plot point um Mm -hmm. but yeah there's a don't know why they do it there's no it doesn't lead to anything
1: What? no well it's just to fool the Mm. humans and martha's now a centaurian clone thing
0: I wish she had been like smaller, though. Just Centauran just yeah. height. <laughs> it
1: was just Martha's face on a Centauran, mm-hmm. and no one references the fact that she looks different.
0: Yeah. <laughs> However, the mind controlled unit soldiers place teleport relays onto the TARDIS and teleport it onto the Centauran ship.
1: On the Centauran ship ship oh oh sorry sorry sorry
0: it's very you wouldn't think the tardis would be that easily taken it is right it is taken so easily
1: throughout this series Mm -hmm. i mean we've seen it even a few unit a couple or or torchwood a couple years ago yeah seasons ago they they took it easily you've seen the daleks take it you've seen it's the TARDIS, even the Sycorax, mm. managed to take it, and they're idiots. Yes, yeah, even at the end of this they episode, a, it, it a sort blood of
0: curse. goes out of control and gets taken away.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
0: Why, why did they wait till now to do it? And not when the Doctor Cause was the far about. away? Because
1: <laughs> the Doctor's about and they've got to get that victory over him. That doesn't make know. any sense. St- yeah. Why? Why? Why don't now? The when doctor's he's... in the
0: room next to us. Now's the time to steal his TARDIS. When there's someone in there yep. as well, it makes complete yeah. sense. Um, it would make sense if it was like, oh, it's been unlocked by Donna going in, so we can actually access it. But they don't know Donna's in there, so it doesn't make a difference.
1: Yeah, it's just it doesn't make no.
0: The doctor realizes something is up with Martha. I keep writing Donna. Uh, when she forgets to call her family and Tom to check if they are okay,
1: mm, something mm. something strange is afoot. That's not normal, Martha. Yeah, just... Real Martha's locked in a locked the like a radiator type thing, right? Or is she? No, she's on like a wee bed, like a wee dentist bed. Oh yeah, it's the other. I'm thinking of the imagery of when the two clones mm. are.
0: Um, yeah. Unit finds the Suntaran ship, the doctor calls it and je- speaks to General Stahl, calling him a coward for using sneaky tactics.
1: It's a, absolutely a cowardice move mm. from the Suntaran to a very proud warrior race. Very proud warrior! We are the Centaur. Just, Suntara.
0: Oh, so a Suntara? Like, I quite like the... Oh god, that's James Acastle. <laughs> yes yeah, it, it was very james was a. A doing um, with a, 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 a sneaky tactics
1: how they uh had a put for global domination uh had a bite down um i am i like the Centaurans in this episode more than i did in the last mm-hmm. episode like just there's just a bit more character to them rather than just this the guy one of the Centaurans walking out and getting this Really tall secure yeah. people to follow him. Like who, looks like. Who a child. plays the Suntarans?
0: Do they get children?
1: Oh no, it's an adult. Um I, God, I can't remember. Let me have a look. It's the same guy who plays pretty much. No, not all like
0: specifically it. the character. Like when they have the helmets on and it's 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 uh long shots. Uh-huh. Wide shots even who did they have children in sundarn suits? walking around no I think it's it's the actor
1: himself I mean like he's the one in the middle oh
0: he's the short guy in the middle wow but there's tons of them it's...
1: yeah I'm not sure how they do I that I mean
0: I think the one of the guys that plays Rolo in Viking uh, he is quite tall uh. so maybe they just put them next to taller actors
1: yeah, I mean, Dan Dan Starkey, the, the guy who, who plays most of the um, also will later appear as an oh. elf in that Christmas special. He plays any character that's a, it's a
0: bit short. Yeah. The Mox of Balhoon. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Um, The Doctor sneaks a message to Donna, knowing she's watching from inside the TARDIS, telling her the TARDIS has a phone, but she doesn't know what number to call do i call who do i and it's a oh. digital phone so you it think there would phone, be like yeah. one number or just press redial redial although yeah although that would go to martha yeah but the doctor's with but you don't martha. that
1: but she doesn't, she doesn't know that, that does she so so
0: mm. Luke Rattigan returns to Rattigan Academy to gather his students and reveal his plan to lead a new human race on a distant planet. The students leave even at gunpoint. Rat boy. Yeah,
1: the students are taking, you know, Luke Rattigan's a bit like Tony Khan right now. He's just sort of, he's, he's there, like he Tony thinks Khan. he's in control, but he's really yeah. not. He is just somebody else's b***h. Um, it's, yeah, the students walk out. No surprise. I'm
0: cleverer than you. My.
1: Imagine getting told uh, we're going to take you to an alien planet, nah,
0: bro. And he's like, <laughs> and I've even sorted out a breeding process and a breeding schedule. And everyone's like, "Yep." Um, I'm... no, Mister Rattigan you little creep.
1: It's going to be like, uh, yeah, he's he's like um something out like of Rick and Morty, where it's like, Morty's got this we're plan gonna to take go into a planet, and... and
0: you're gonna make love to me. oh uh, we're gonna,
1: we're, you're you're gonna all.
0: <laughs> like imagine imagine if you were in a meeting with Mark Zuckerberg and he was like we're uh so we're gonna go to the moon and uh we're I've selected some women to have a selective breeding process with hey ho I think I'm is, that, is that's that my, how you that's every... welcome to the Facebook show Mark Zuckerberg
1: ah.
0: mm. Oh, hey guys, hey guys.
1: Um, I, I think that would be quite terrifying if he'd said that um, at least Luke Rattigan is a bit more charismatic mm-hmm. and don't, doesn't look like an actual like Robo. alien yeah. uh,
0: who would you rather work for though Luke Rattigan <laughs> really
1: oh yeah I'd, I'd work Mark for Mark Zuckerberg that
0: at least makes money
1: yeah, look look Ragin' mate. the real
0: world. Um, yeah, no, sure. I would. I would. I'd. I'd work for yeah. this. Up. Unit prepares to launch nuclear missiles at the Centauran ship, but Clone Martha deactivates the launch with a touch of her phone. There's a yes oh button and there's a no God. button.
1: A No, but yeah, yes or no. Make it very plain. Do and you simple. want to launch?
0: Yeah. No keys needed. Nope. No security buttons. No, it's it's exactly how Trump envisioned yeah, it would press. be. Yes or no. Oh, I meant press no. Red button. Oh, 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 silly me. <gasps> uh, <laughs> what a klutz. Um, oh, Suntaran I... soldiers storm the factory, killing Ross. R.I.P. General Mace calls for everyone to retreat, but the fight has already begun, with unit soldiers unable to fight back with the Suntaran's ability to expand the copper-lined bullets in their guns. This isn't war, this is spot.
1: Yes, the short I, the, they're great they're a great mm-hmm. villain in terms of just like they're just trying to kill. They just mm. want to hurt, they just want to fight. It's it's they're like the the Black Knight of Doctor Who as in Monty Python's Black Knight.
0: None shall pass. No
1: the, the it's just a flash flesh wound. wound? yeah they just they just haven't fight. Ye. Just... yeah it's gonna, keep, gonna going. keep
0: going yeah um ratigan returns to the suntaran ship where style reveals there was never another planet for him and his students and his students would have been slaughtered the moment they arrived on the ship ratigan escapes
1: what an idiot yeah.
0: thinks he's so clever he's, he's,
1: meant to be... he's yeah come on mate you ain't getting out of this situation alive yeah Nah, fam.
0: The doctor takes a unit worker's phone and calls Donna on the TARDIS. He tells her she must leave the TARDIS and deactivate a deadlock on the ship's teleportation system. Yeah, deactivate. Yeah. Uh, yeah Donna deactivate. knocks out a Centauran guarding the TARDIS, hitting his probic vent with a hammer. She comes across a three finger, a three finger hand scanner. You've got three fingers.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: She actually just... uses all five still.
1: Yeah, she does the sort, sort of the Spock, like Spock Vulcan thing salute. Yeah, I would have just what Would you not have just picked up, the Centaurs.
0: Yeah, app? I'm surprised that worked still. Worked. It's not like fingerprints or anything.
1: Mate, they had a button that was just yes or no. They're they're just
0: they're very. Match the shape. I mean they do they are (laughs) as as advanced soldiers they are, they do feel like they would take very simple options of war. Do you want to shoot the missiles? Oh, it's just yes. So they can do it at any point. there shouldn't
1: even be a should not even be a no button. It's just do you want to shoot the missile? Yes.
0: Yeah. Uh everyone puts on gas masks and we get the funny Are you mama me? We get the line, we get the line. It was improvised! Suddenly the gas begins to clear in the area as the Valiant, the airship previously owned by the Master, descends above the factory and begins firing a laser, similar to the one used to destroy the Sycorax, killing Sontaran soldiers. Unit soldiers, now armed with silver-lined bullets, begin fighting back as well. Mace kills score.
1: (gasps) It's cool that they're using the the old Valiant Mm -hmm. ship. And like keeping that continuing, that running through the, the Doctor Who it's what, only a half a season later, but and it's cool to see it there, it's mm. referencing.
0: And they're using silver line bullets, like against werewolves. Yeah. So
1: Centaurans equals werewolves, werewolves yeah. confirmed. The Doctor it
0: it sort of suggests that their armor is useless.
1: I mean, they are a, yeah, they're a clone race, so they can infinitely make more mm. of them. So I guess they don't really need to have the the top of the range armor. You just, they're just, they're just pawns, aren't yeah, they?
0: Yeah, but I feel like they always say, like, you face your death. A lot of them would die, probably. Probably, yeah. Uh, probably not be able to see with the yeah. whole masks thing. Uh, the Doctor and Martha make their way to the cloning chamber where they find the real Martha. The clone Martha reveals to him that she was deactivating their missile launches all along, while the Doctor reveals oh. that's what he wanted her to do. He wakes up Martha, breaking the connection to the clone, which kills her, but not before she reveals the poison gas's clone feed, using it to convert the Earth into a breeding world for the Suntarans.
1: It's clever that the Doctor already figured out she was a clone, mm-hmm. and was then using that to his advantage. Clone feed? Clone feed? Imagine the whole... Am I, am I, of, course of course! Clone feed! Um, that's... I mean, it's it's a cool, cool mm-hmm. plan. Clever plan. It's just we never see clone feed ever brought yeah. up again. And that's twice in one series. That we have seen, a, a an alien race want to use planet Earth as a breeding mm. ground. Because it's not with the adipose. We're now seeing it four episodes later with the Centaurans. Yeah, and obviously it plays into the whole. Well, their clone planet, their normal breeding planet, that that's disappeared. disappeared. That's, you know, that's gone. That's gone missing. Um, but I, it feels slightly
0: cheap to copy a very similar mm-hmm. plot. What um why didn't they just wipe out everyone on earth and then do the clone feed thing
1: Then do it because they're part of the part of the sport isn't it it's fun i don't know they they could have chosen an empty planet they could have Mm -hmm. gone to mars That'd be fine yeah well maybe the ice warriors would have had a fight with them but
0: they probably would have liked that
1: yeah that's what we need we need more doctor appearing in alien versus alien mm. fights like yeah Centaurans versus, you know, versus, versus Ice Warriors let
0: let's go we've Dalek versus Cybermen Sentarans versus Ice Warriors uh Weeping Angels versus the Silence Oh that would be, <laughs> what, that'd that be that would cool What happens there? Did they forget that they've se- what happens? We'll we'll we'd only find out in that episode.
1: They'd 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 move, but they'd forget that they'd seen them, so then wouldn't know where to move next. Yeah. And they'd see them out the corner of mm-hmm. their eye. But they wouldn't know if the person's blink if the silence is bling turning. Mm. Or what about? Oh, I love the silence. Yeah. So good.
0: Why do they look like David Tennant? It oh makes so. N- it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. What about the Weekend anyway. angels versus um whatever race, prisoner, prisoner Zero? Zero. Yeah. prisoner zero? Where it's at the corner of the eye. I mean, that's, there's only yeah. And you the can't of the see eye. It Seeing you.
1: Yeah, I mean that, or is that just the door? I think that's just. Oh no! It is once you've mm-hmm. seen it. Yeah. That'd be interesting,
0: yeah. Give us that, Russell. Russell. Uh, The doctor uses the teleport pod in the room to bring Donna to him, and then he and Donna, and Martha teleport to Rattigan Academy, where Little Piss Pants waits for them. (laughs) Again with a gun. (laughs) Yeah, the doctor just takes the gun. Everyone yeah. with the gun!
1: Uh, 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 those, that'll be evident again in the next episode. Yeah.
0: The Doctor uses the technology Luke's students were creating to terraform their promised new planet to create an atmospheric converter. The device sends a blast into the atmosphere and ignites the sky, burning away all of the gas. Everyone celebrates. Meanwhile, the Doctor takes the device, calibrates it to Suntaran atmosphere and teleports it up to the ship to give them a choice, retreat or die. General Stahl causes bluff and activates weapons to aim at Earth. The doctor warns him, but he's still hesitant to push the button. Suddenly, the doctor disappears, and in his place, Luke Ratigan appears, catching the button and pushing it. sontar ha! And the ship goes. Boom. Yeah, it does. Boom,
1: boom, boom. Just like the Venga boys. Boom, boom, yes. boom. boom. Santaren's in the, the room. The doctor's
0: last words to Luke were do something clever. And then, do something clever, yeah. Luke's, when, when when Martha's like, what are you doing? Luke's like, something clever. Something clever. Cause I I'm, do a something clever, clever cause I'm smart I'm very smart.
1: I'm, I'm, a, I'm a smart guy. and uh, you, you, you suck. ha ha I win, noob. Yeah, he's pretty much, um, he was one, he was about to, the teabag bag. Mm. Like, ha ha you loser. My God. Yeah. um, It's, uh, you know, at least the character had a little bit of a redemption. Mm-hmm. Wasn't a complete dick. I never
0: believed that yeah, uh, anyone's be a complete dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, Donna uh, returns to her home to, to speak to Wilfred. Wilfred tells Donna to go with the doctor and to, most importantly, not tell her mum. Um, in the TARDIS Donna finds the doctor and Martha Uh, she asks if Martha is coming with them but Martha says she's needed elsewhere referring to Tom her husband but suddenly the TARDIS doors slam close and begin to move the doctor unable to control it (gasps) and then it's
1: next time hello dad
0: (laughs) this is my daughter Um... hello dad um,
1: it was uh, yeah i actually like this next time chile doesn't spoil too much but also maybe go like i remember seeing that back in 2008 yeah. and being like what, what? <laughs> yeah it was crazy um but that was the poison sky which brings us nicely on to hoovia oh. um the first ever edition of hoovia on hooked a uh, uh, Doctor hooked Who uh, It was uh, It was rumored that while filming the gas mask scene, and you alluded to it earlier, David Tennant forgot his line and he spontaneously ad-libbed the line, "Are you my money?" The catchphrase of the gas mask zombies in the Christopher <laughs> in the episodes The Empty Child and The Doctor Dances. However, his wife Georgia Tennant, who will soon meet, confirmed that this isn't true uh-huh. and that line was always scripted to be, "Are you my mummy?" um i didn't know this until today uh tonight and that is shattered a lot for me i thought that was an ad lib scene yeah but it's not it's not uh donna was originally meant to use a shoe to knock out the Centaurs, but because catherine tate only wears trainers they didn't want it to be a trainer as they thought it would be too soft and would just bounce off the back of the head off the Centaurin. so that she got to use a mallet that's the reason Mm. why there was was there uh, when preparing for the nuclear strike, all countries with no nuclear capabilities check in except for Russia. The very last to check in is North Korea, of which it is disputed that they have nuclear weapons, at which point the colonel looks very, very surprised. Um, that was a little reference at, the point, at that point in time. People were unsure it was in the news whether they actually had nukes or not. Right. So that's Doctor Who getting ahead of themselves and confirming that they do. Um When preparing, uh, sorry, when Donna Noble gets a key to the TARDIS, the first uh, of two signs that she's a new companion, the other being a cell phone upgrade, which he gets in the future. Um, You mentioned that the producer of this episode was Susie Ligat, right? I didn't mention who the producer was. Well, the producer of this episode is Susie Ligat, uh, and it's usually Phil Collinson, but he wanted a week off. He had a week off. Bless him. Um, and finally, Rose Tyler makes an appearance in this episode. When Donna is in the TARDIS, Rose does appear briefly on the screen, on the screen Completely missed that out. bit. This is the second time that she's appeared in this series, and according to Russell D. Davis, the cameo was added literally a couple days before broadcast, as when Davis had learned how successful her first cameo was in Partners in Crime, um, they quickly rushed to to film a piece and put it in here. <laughs> Uh, Billy Piper actually receives a screen credit in this episode as Rose Tyler, although her appearance lasts for less than one second. Mm -hmm. And she gets quite a decent high billing for it. Yeah. Um, So that is all the Whovia. There is no um, working title for this episode. It was always going to be Poison Sky, it seems. Um, But that is all back to you, Jordan. I must have been
0: writing my notes when when she popped up.
1: Possibly, yeah. It just, these little appearances remind me of uh, going forward, actually, to the season five. Is it season five? No, season six. With the madam mm-hmm. Silence Which Woman Which keeps opening the, appearing. the panel. Yeah, opening the, the panel. It reminds me of
0: yeah. that. Well, Fraser, that brings us on to a little segment we like to call, and we're continuing to call it, The Satan Pit. It's The Hall of Flame, it's where we send concepts down to the depths of hell to be shunned by society mm-hmm. forever. Fraser, before we get to yours, we have a fan submission for The Satan Pit, oh! the first ever fan submission. Oh my it god. It comes from it's... the one and only Nathan Metcalf. Thank you, Nathan. He says... This time I do have a Satan's Pit item. It's airport security staff giving conflicting information regarding whether you can fly with a partially expiring passport provided you get it seen to when you get it sorted upon return.
1: I mean, that actually segues very Mm. nicely into my Satan's Pit, because my Satan's Pit is also about airplanes and flights um because like Nathan in the passport sort of situation there in security air, airports um I'm talking about the ineptitude of any communication mm-hmm. on a, 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 a an airport now I was flying back from France this this time last mm-hmm. week now thank you Nathan for for bringing that one in it actually leads very perfectly in mind because thank, unfortunately I, I I did fortunately I did have a, a valid passport and I could still fly and I was you know, all that sort of stuff. My flight, before we even got to the airport, my flight was meant to leave at half past nine. Okay, at half past nine at night. We had to be at the airport to drop a bag at 7.30, right. two hours before the flight. Our checkout time got updated to four o'clock, so we didn't have to leave our apartment until four, which was amazing. We went straight to the airport, so we were like, we'll get some food, we'll go to the restaurant, we'll eat something. Mm. No restaurant was open. They had nothing open. Wow. Right? So we were just sitting waiting, reading, reading up a book, waiting for this baggage drop to open. So it eventually opens. The 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 flight was delayed before we even got to the airport to midnight. Right. We 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 line up to drop the bags at 7.30. Mm-hmm. We do not get to the front of the queue until half past 8, quarter to 9. Wow. Yeah, right. By the time we get that, drop it off, the guy, the, the thing goes... Really sorry about the delay, guys. EasyJet's gonna give you a couple vouchers for some food, because we feel really bad mm. about your big delay. You know, here you go. Here's a couple vouchers. So we do that. We drop the bag. We get through security. Security was actually quite a breeze. However, they were really rude. I went through and I beeped. Um, the the get a man get back through get back through. So I'm rushed back through. Uh, I realised that I I had a one penny in my back pocket. Mm. So I take it out and I, I put it in the tray that was mine, still waiting to go through. I go through and the guy, it, I don't beat, but the guy goes, pats me down. Straight. Right, cool. Yeah, glove out. <laughs> um, We walk through, we get through it, we go through duty free. I'm like, right, we need to find somewhere to eat because we are hungry. Mm. By this point, it is about quarter past, half past nine. The flight was originally meant to leave at half nine, quarter to ten, roughly. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're in there. Nothing's open apart from Jamie's Deli. Our good friend Jamie Oliver, ah. friend of the show. Um, Jamie's Deli. Part, all of the restaurants are closed. Who closes the restaurant at half nine in the airport? I don't know. But Jamie's Deli is the only thing that is open. Um, I didn't like any of the sandwiches there. They all had like mayo or butter or whatever. Oh, on them. No. So I was like, I'll get a packet of crisps. Rachel gets a smoked salmon sandwich right i hand over the voucher the woman goes that'll be i think it's eight euros right and i'm like "But that's that's the voucher i just got given for food mm-hmm. and she was like yeah this is only valid for like two euros jesus like, christ what? So, yeah, she gets that. I'm like, right, I need to get a packet of crisps. I get a packet of crisps. I go to duty-free. I get some Oreos. I get a bottle of water. I'm like, right, cool. That's fine. Sorted. That'll do me. Flight is delayed even further, right? It's now delayed till 1. We finally get the notice. Go to your gate. This is at about 20 past midnight. Mm. Go to your gate. So we've got to go to a different section of the airport. We get there you've got to go through passport control at this point as you're leaving france because apparently we're out we're out of the eu now so we have to do all this yeah shit. um we go through it there's no one waiting there so there's like we wait 20 minutes mm-hmm. flights meant to leave in half an hour apparently um we get through finally we've got speedy boarding straight through right cool there's my boarding pass there's the passport here's the tunnel, just go and wait down there, you'll be on the plane the next five minutes. Perfect. Thinking, right, it's almost one o'clock. It's fine. It's fine. Mm-hmm. We sit in that tunnel for an hour <sighs> with no air con. As people are getting annoyed, mm. that they, that we're not getting told anything. As staff are running back and forth going, oh, there's, there's something wrong, there's something wrong, you know, murmuring. People are asking, what's going on? What's going on? Can you get the aircon on? Finally get the aircon on, right? And then some staff member comes down. Really sorry, guys. We're, we're trying to get this. We're, we're, there's something wrong with the plane. We don't know what it is. We hope we'll get you boarded soon. Right? okay. It gets to about 10 to 1? Right. 10 to 1? No, sorry. About... About twenty to two, so Jeez. we'd been in there for we'd been in there for about an hour, over an hour now. We get to about t- quarter to two, roughly, um, and they start moving us on the plane. Perfect. We're in row nine. We were one of the first few boarded. Boom, in our seats. Luggage in the top rack. Boom, sorted. Door shuts. Captain, thank you, everybody, for joining us on this event oh, oh, to you, know, London Gatwick. Oh. We are just going to be a little bit longer. We've got some little checks we've got to do. Um, so. Cool, right. They're like, we're going to take off in the next 10, 15 minutes. That's Mm. fine. You know, you've got to wait normally on the plane. Then the staff start bringing round cups of water. (laughs) And they're like, oh, it'll be, it's already been 10 minutes since this announcement. Nah, it could be 20 minutes, could be 30 minutes. Mm. is what they're saying now. Um, and he's like, when I know more, you you guys will know more, okay, and then we're like, well, can you bring around some food, as we're all a bit hungry, sorry, no can do, we're not legally allowed to sell food on land, we've got to be in the air, so this is like, uh, coming up for just after two o'clock now, and we're all hungry, and the plane is getting angry, and it's not great, we finally get word that we're going to be taking off soon, we do it, the flight is very quick, it's only an hour and 10 minutes, we land in London, Perfect. It's now, uh, it's back at like three AM, mm. roughly. Yeah, about quarter past three, three, twenty past three. Um, get through. We've got to get through the the customs again, biometric passport check, and some can idiot is in front of me with his son, who's also a f-ing idiot, because his son cannot do a simple passport check. Right. Like you've got to put it in. With the, 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 the photo facing down like the, the, the display shows you to do. Okay. And then you've got to look at the screen. And it takes a photo of your face and matches it to your passport. Mm-hmm. The kid could not do it. The kid's maybe about 12 years old. Right. Could not do it. Could not get it. Would put it face up. His dad would be like, no, it's your way, Sean. Flip it round. The kid would, would do it the right way. And then as the camera would come down to his height, he'd turn around and look away. Be like, I'm like it's half it's quarter to 4 in the Look at morning. The camera. We stood there for what it was probably about 5 minutes it felt like half an hour. Yeah. The guy is proper geezer turns to me like, yeah, I to know what kids and I'm like mate I he's I like want to <laughs> I want to kill you. Your son should not be going th-. so it stops working he's just they're just standing there going like the the the, guys, the dad's like oi mate 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 can we get some help? And just not, and I'm like, you need your son needs to come out. That's what the the screen is telling him to do to come out. You know. We managed to get through. I do it first time. Rachel does it first time. We get through. Cool. Oh, it was. And just... then you
0: woke up, and it was the uh, day before it, it,
1: before we travelled, um, and then finally got an Uber, and the Uber driver was the chattiest Uber driver there has ever been at half four in the morning. Um, but yeah, I'm talking. That's my, my whole journey home. Was so, what was
0: specifically do you want to go into? The whole, the whole thing. The whole thing.
1: <laughs> the whole journey home. Um, I lived on crisps that night.
0: Yeah. Why did they ever explain why it was delayed? We forgot to put the wheels on. Um, it got delayed at a
1: previous destination. Hmm. I don't know. It's it was it was horrible. A horrible experience. What are you though?
0: Well, my well, I'm trying to think of something that I could apply to airports and traveling. Like, but I haven't been to an airport since 2015. Um, wow. So uh, everything will have changed by then. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to say. Private toilets, private toilets should be no such thing as private toilets. What do you mean? Everything it should be public, made public to everything.
1: Oh, like shops and stuff. Shops having private toilets.
0: Uh, McDonald's and 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 chains like that having. Oh, you have to buy something first and use a code. When you're like, I, I can understand. I need to get in.
1: I completely understand where you're coming from, especially on the mcdonald's i I disagree with shops um when I'm talking like are you, i'm talking- supermarkets yeah should have toilets accessible for the public, yeah, but like
0: I don't mean yeah. like go and use like the employee toilets that's what I mean yeah, I'm yeah. just saying being forced to pay for public toilets uh, mm, yeah it's uh it's bad i've seen uh, I've seen
1: less and less of that now though. Well last time I was at Waverly, the, the toilets there don't you don't have to pay for anymore.
0: No, you don't, and it's great. Um and yeah, I think it's because they were they were forcing you to pay for toilets and you could use the piano for free.
1: Yes, yeah.
0: So eventually someone was gonna use the piano as a toilet. Um piano's, toilet. piano's not there anymore. Um but places like McDonald's still do it, Burger King.
1: I guess it's just they pay someone to maintain them. Mm-hmm. So if everyone's going in to use them,
0: someone gets like, paid to do their job.
1: But you've you've not paid them to clean. Yeah, it's. I can understand it in some cases. Like I wouldn't go into a restaurant. And be like, can I use your toilet? If
0: you were desperate.
1: But yeah, but it's.
0: Do you know me? I can get pretty desperate sometimes.
1: You can, yeah. Do you would you go in like if let's say we were walking? Let's say this weekend when you come down from north, mm. we are in town and we walk past a fancy restaurant. And you're like, I've got to go in. Would you go in and try and use the toilet?
0: Define fancy,
1: um, uh, Miller and Carter,
0: probably not Miller and Carter. I feel like in Newcastle, in central Newcastle, you're pretty safe because there's lots of like. There will be a spoons. There will be a bar. There will be a Nando's so that you can just walk in, and go to the toilet. Just okay. Beeline it to the toilets.
1: Uh, yeah. I also guess in Newcastle it's a hard one to push because I'm my flat's fairly central, so.
0: Yeah, probably run back to you. Right
1: like in the middle of Edinburgh, mm-hmm. walking down Prince's Street. Where you go? To, where you sneaking in for? I can understand maybe going to Starbucks
0: princess street you've got waverly you've got yep. uh the booking office spoons yep um you've got i'm fairly certain there's a nando somewhere
1: uh, i think it's at st james's the...
0: wagamama's there's plenty uh, wagamama's of is a tough though. one
1: wagamama's a tough one because a lot of these restaurants have now got the with someone at the door being mm. like table for table for two, yeah. One, two, three, four, five. You know, yeah. You got you the bus go, station. Do you go? I
0: need a poo. You mm. just do. You just go. I no. I'm just here for a poo. I feel like if you went up to them and go like, I will poo on the restaurant floor. They will go but... okay, on <laughs> you go sir. Yeah. You call the police probably, but probably that's what going to say. At least you get to relieve really yourself in a toilet. Yeah. And that's what matters.
1: Fair enough. Well, anyway, that has been the sentence. But... <laughs> Fraser, what did you
0: think of The Poison Sky?
1: Now, this has been a tough one to think about because I, I, I've kind of put it at the back of my head. I, I think it was a good episode. I think it was a strong part two of a decent part one. Mm-hmm. But it's... I'm I'm a couple of weeks removed from watching it, and I know I've I've done a lot of stuff and a lot of I've had a lot of things go into my head mm-hmm. since then. But it's kind of a forgettable episode. Like I can't remember much of it. Like your recap of it didn't is you know didn't really re jog too much from that episode, despite covering everything in that episode. Mm-hmm. So I guess when did you watch the episode?
0: I watched it yesterday.
1: Right, so your perspective of it and mine will probably quite be quite different mm-hmm. because I can't remember much. This is a completely like, this really brings it down in my in my mind. Whereas, the next episode we're going to talk about next ep- next week, Doctor's Daughter, I can remember that very very clearly. I can mm-hmm. for this one. For that reason, I'm giving it a six, because a there's things. All right. There's some good there's some good things in it. Maybe, no, five and a half. Right. Um, there's some good things in it, but I just can't remember
0: them. Mm. What about you? Um, I'm going to give this episode a four because I found this episode so boring. Um, It literally, like you said, nothing really happens. It feels like the final 10 minutes of an episode extended into yeah a full episode you have the doctor returning back from saving wolfrid he finds martha donna gets taken away they find the real martha they go to ratigan's academy he solves the, the poison sky crisis they go to the Centauran ship the end yeah um and you know I've, what
1: i think i think i've been too kind on of my rating but continue
0: i think it could have just been one episode um and yeah, it's uh they they could have cut out the whole oh the Atmos system drives itself mm-hmm. and still just had the Atmos system, it's in every car um as a navigation system. Mm-hmm. Secretly as a navigation system, it's actually just set to cause gas to go everywhere. Yeah. Um Yeah, I think I think it's 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 they they could have Instead of being gas uh, in cars, they could have had it be a a petrol or diesel or just a car fuel solution um, mm-hmm. that everyone uses. It could have been the gas inside people's houses, like it's a cheap gas alternative um, that people yep. use, and therefore it's in every household, every house. Um, yeah. But no, every building. It, yeah, it just it's just so boring. I guess it's because
1: sat-navs were the kind of trend. Yeah. Uh, So it's giving you... Trying to relate you to a fear that you might have Mm. of this new technology, which I can understand that's what they might be going for, and it does work in that sense. But yeah, I'm I'm going to re-review it at 5. Yeah, 5 out of 10. Because the one thing I do remember is I like the performances of the characters in it. Like, I like... I think there's good chemistry between, you know, Donna, Martha, and Ten, mm. the Doctor. Like, they work well together, they they come across well.
0: Yeah, that's the only reason but, I'm not giving it, like, a 3.5 or a 3.
1: Yeah, but yeah, that's, that's,
0: so 4 and 5. Yeah. Cool. But what did you think, Burpee... You can tell us online you can tell us on Twitter at Real Georgie Steel or at the Fraser Porter. Or at Doctor Who Pod. Um you can also rate this podcast five stars and share it with your friends. Um use the hashtag Satan's Pit and tweet at Doctor Who Pod for your submission to the Satan's Pit segment, which we do every episode. Uh Fraser, how's your first episode of Hooked
1: been? Oh, it was incredible. I'm really glad that you invited me on to this week's episode. Um I'm excited to
0: come back for next week's episode of Hooked. Fantastic. Uh thank you very much for listening. Uh next time we have The Doctor's Daughter. daughter. Ooh, exciting. I um so as always, I hope you have a lovely weekend and please remember Stay, stay hooked. hooked.